Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 285 for the 7th of Elul and Alipir. So we've been having a whole discussion about peace these past few episodes. And yesterday we had a whole discussion of how peace is really can be connected with beauty and harmony. And how beauty really, if you think about it, is comes about through the harmony of two different opposites, two different different oppositional forces. And we spoke about how the ultimate oppositional forces in the creation are the forces of chesed and gvora, the forces of overflowing kindness and giving and like kind of this extroverted uh, out, outpouring of energy. And we liken this to water, which is this like flowing substance that goes from a high place to a low place. And it's also associated with the angel Michal, Michael. And then there's the opposite force, which is the force of Gvura, which is the complete opposite of this. It's it's the power of withholding, withholding, holding back, constriction. It's associated with the element of fire, which rises up and consumes. And it's also associated with the angel of Gabriel, of Gabriel. And these are the two biggest forces that are present in our universe and are really present within everything. And they kind of are constantly at play. And we spoke about how really in order to bring about peace between these two forces, which are completely oppositional to one another, they're truly oxymoronic. How can you give and hold back at the same time? You need to bring in a third element. And that third element is what we know of as compassion or harmony or tiferet in Hebrew. And we spoke about how this power actually comes from a much higher place and is very much connected more essentially to God. So even though it is an attribute, just like the other attributes, it's it's a little bit different in the sense that the other attributes are more limited in scope. They're just like merely like attributes, like which are in Hebrew, the word mida is associated with the idea of limitation. It, it means like a measurement really versus the attribute of tiferet is yes, it's a mita, but it's, it's somehow it's it's different. It's more connected with Hashem's Yud Kevavke, the, the Tetragrammaton, that name of God, which is more unlimited in sp- scope and above and beyond all of these limitations. So the ultimate basic idea was this idea that truly God is the one who can do, can make peace between these two oppositional forces because only he is above all of this. But now today we're going to bring in the human elements. And what's interesting about the way that that Hashem set up the world, that God set up the world, is that he wants us to be partners in creation with him. So yes, truly, everything comes from God, the actual power, the actual force that is bringing about this peace and and allowing the world to exist, because that's really the only way that the world could be able to be sustained is through this harmony of these two opposing forces. However, God wanted us to be partners in this act of creation. So we actually have this power, and this is what we're going to learn about today, to stimulate this power of peace on high, to to um, instigate the process. How do we do that? Well, surprise, surprise, if you couldn't, hadn't 
wouldn't be able to guess it already. This is a very a recurring theme throughout this section of the Tanya is it is through giving staka. When we give staka, what happens is that because we're emulating God, like we've spoken about before, and we're emulating God in the sense that in this case, we're actually giving from a place that's like, like let's say you have somebody who's impoverished, somebody who doesn't have much, and it's like they're kind of stuck in a rut. How can they get out of that rut? How can they move beyond it? Is they need a force, a power that's beyond them, something transcendent to them. So that would be the person who gives staka to them, right? So this can be, and, and ultimately, if this person is giving them in a compassionate way, which hopefully hopefully they're doing, it's coming from the same attribute, this attribute of compassion. It's coming about in a human way, but this human tapping into compassion, this human, human act of compassion stimulates compassion on a high, stim- stimulates God's compassion, and this stimulates God to create this peace. So truly, the what it, we've been focusing a lot on what giving staka accomplishes for us, and there's many different ways to tackle this, many different angles of how staka can uh, help us with our process of, of atoning for our sins. We talked about it, we, about connecting with God in this way that like it will arouse God's mercy and stuff like that. Here, we're focusing on the fact that it can actually uh, create peace in a global sense. So how amazing and cool is that? That your act of giving staka, when you give that little coin, you put that coin in the pushka, you write out that check, you give your credit card to that organization over the phone, you help a friend in need, because it doesn't have to be just monetary staka, by the way. It can also be just like being kind to a person, giving of your time, giving food, whatever it is. So when you do these things, you actually are affecting a global peace. You're actually creating, uh, you're actually stimulating this process us of peace on high and down here below as well. So let's see how the ultra explains this. And for context, we are uh, still in the middle of, of Epistle 12 of Igeris Kodesh. And so the ultra begins and he says that he, in referencing back to yesterday's uh, section where we talked about this Hashem making peace between these forces on high. So this arousal from above, above which in Hebrew is called the Esarusa de la Ela, in order to uh, to to stimulate the revelation of the ray of this great ray and this great uh, influx that was mentioned above that comes from the or in sof baruch from the from the infinite light of Hashem right this was all spoken about yesterday so you can go back and listen to that yesterday but basically that is the place that this uh, harmony is coming from from this place that is from the infinite level of God and that this place is what makes uh, peace, as we spoke about above. This comes about, this arousal from above of all of this comes about through as a result of the Esarusa de la Tata, the arousal from below. That means us. The arousal from below is us. We stimulate it. How does that happen? Through the act of giving staka. And through giving life and chen and chesed, like uh, graciousness and kindness and mercy, um, to those who have nothing, to the person, to the one who has nothing, in order to revive the spirit of the downcast. So it's like really, truly, again, only God really has the power to give life, but we can we can give it in a certain way. When you when there's somebody who's really in need, or there's somebody who's impoverished who doesn't have enough food to live, when we give them what they need, we're truly vivifying them in a certain sense. And so thus the Alter Rebbe continues, it's known that which the Alter Rebbe said about those people who engage in Torah study for its own sake, that it says about them, and this is um, this is a teaching from the Gemara in Sanhedrin, page 99b, Masim shalom 
בפלמיה של מעלה ובפלמיה של מטה. That he makes peace with the heavenly retinue and with the terrestrial retinue. So basically, um, there's something about somebody who engages in Torah study for its own sake that this causes peace in the higher realms and also in the lower realms. So the higher realms, this, what, are the, what's, what do we mean by the heavenly retinue? This is made up of the different princes and the different midos, the different attributes that we spoke about above, which are the higher chambers that are found in the world of Bria, as explained in the Holy Zohar. And then when we talk about the lower retinue, the terrestrial retinue, this is made up of the lower chambers that, um, and especially this lower world, which is made up of good and bad since the time of Adam HaRishon. So with the whole, this, you know, there's a whole story there about like that whole story, that biblical story about Adam and uh, Adam and Chava, Adam and Eve, who, you know, because as a result of Adam's sin, it, it made this world that is a very confusing world that's really made up of, of good and bad. It's not a simple, nothing's clear cut here. And in fact, the evil rules over the good. As it says, and this is from uh, Echa, chapter eight, verse nine, where it says, Ashel shalata adam ba'adam where man rules, rules over man. Like It's like we're living in this like dog-eat-dog kind of world. And there's also another citation. This is from Breshis, chapter 25, verse 23, and the nation will overpower nation. So again, there's like the war is such a prevalent part of our society, fighting, uh, strife. It's such a part of our world, right? And the origin of this is from this place that the fact that we're living in a world that is made up of good and bad, and in fact, the bad actually, unfortunately, is the ruler, uh, is is more powerful than the good. And we see this, says the Alter Abba, uh, truly in an evident way when we look at a person. So it's like, forget about global things, wars and nations and stuff like that. If you just look at like you yourself, which is a person is called Olam Katan, a small world, that sometimes within a person, the good rules and sometimes, God forbid, the opposite, right? We spoke about this in the first section of Tanya Al-Wat at great length, that we're constantly at war with with ourselves and there and the ultra says there will no be peace until the times of uh, until the end of times um when the good will be clarified out of the bad and will root back to its source which is the source of life which is god and at that time this is a citation from tehillim chapter 92 verse 10 all evildoers will be scattered and the spirit of impurity will be will pass away from the earth and then the, the element of good which actually vivifies the spirit of impurity so we spoke about this also elsewhere in tanya that 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 impurity has no life force of its own so it actually suckles from the spirit of purity from the good from goodness so this goodness that's found within it will actually become clarified and be extracted out from there so that's the end of the section today. So just to kind of bring it all together. So again, the main point to bring home is that this piece that we've been talking about in the past couple of episodes, this harmony that we spoke of yesterday that really uh, bridges that gap between Chesed and Gvura, that this power that comes from God's infinite place, the infinity of God, this is something that we can make this process happen. We can stimulate this process. And the way that we do that is through our giving of tzedakah. And then the rest of the section today really focused on this idea of just how disharmonious our world is, how there really is this war going on and there's and how much there is a need for peace due to this. So that's it for today. And we're going to continue along these lines tomorrow and I'll speak to you then. 
Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Benyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.